Hey everybody, Justin here. If you have not yet subscribed to our email list, please go to the description in this episode and pop onto our email list. You will be the first person to know which topics are coming out on the podcast and also which new classes are coming out on the YouTube channel for yoga. If you want to get on your mat with me, make sure you join that email list. And I also have bonuses and surprises for those of you on that email list. So let's get right to today's episode. Yes, friends, here we are, the final episode with regards to the morning routine. I've been sharing with you the things that I do in the morning in the hopes that you might be able to implement some or all of them into your morning routine and maybe make it, twist it, make it your own. Because a successful morning routine allows you to make mindful choices. You get into the habit of making mindful choices that put you first in setting up your day because the only person that is spending that entire day with you is you. So it's super important to gather your thoughts, get your mood assessed, give yourself purpose for the day ahead. And so we have been talking all about the steps that we uh, have t- that we can take in the morning to get to those places, those mindful choices, feeling like yourself, curbing and con- controlling the anxiety that often forms the minute you wake up, especially if you're in a period of transition in your life, you're dealing with a difficult situation, you've been through some trauma, whatever the case may be, a solid morning routine can really help you get your head on straight and grab onto that steering wheel of your life and turn it in the direction that is going to push you into more purpose, more great greatness, more gratitude, and more happiness. So we talked all about what to do the night before with setting up your kitchen, your bathroom, the clothes that you're going to be wearing. We talked about putting your phone away from you and having it on the other side of your room the night before so that way you're not tempted to grab onto it and start looking at it and putting your brain, filling it with a bunch of garbage and junk even before you've gotten out of bed or you've gotten out of the house or you've gotten off the chair or out of the, off the couch, wherever you are. We've talked about not hitting the snooze button in the morning so that way when you get up, when that alarm rings, you're able to get yourself right out of bed And then we discussed what to do the minute you get yourself moving by connecting with nature and practicing some mindfulness, moving your body a little bit. And I'm going to recap that one more time for you at the end of this episode. But I really want to get into today's episode, which centers around the final step that I use in my morning routine, and that is journaling. And journaling is also a form of self-discipline. We talked about how self-discipline is a huge part of yoga philosophy. Practicing yoga off of your mat, which is really all about what this podcast is, taking yoga off of your mat and integrating it into your day-to-day life in a practical way. That's what this podcast is here for. And so we've been really centering around the theme of tapas, which is a niyama, and niyama is one of the eight limbs of yoga. And tapas translates to fire. When you build that fire within you and you activate that fire, it's there and you build on it, 
that shines when you're out into the world, when you're interacting with other people and you're facing difficult situations. So why is journaling so important? What are the things that I do in journaling? And what are some things that you might be able to take from what I do and maybe again, twist it or tweak it to your liking or what fits your journaling method the best. So here's how I do my morning journaling. The first thing I do, very first thing at the top of the page is a mood assessment. So I like to look at this kind of on an anxiety gauge scale because I suffer with anxiety like most of us do. And so what I look at is how much anxiety is emptying out my tank. So you might look at it as a, like a fuel gauge or maybe a thermostat. Sometimes I look at it as a temperature gauge. So seeing the, the thermostat rise and rise and rise might mean that my energy for that day and my anxiety is not taking away all of my energy, but you can flip it and do it in reverse. You can have the gauge or the thermostat be the higher it is or the more full it is, the more anxiety you have. So tweak it to your, to your advantage. But I use it as if it's more full or kind of more towards the top. Sometimes I draw, you know, just a little picture of a thermostat or a little picture of a fuel gauge. The more full it is for me, the more full and peaceful I feel. But you could do it in reverse if that helps your brain think of it in a different light. So it that's the first step. So you can say, okay, I don't feel great today or, oh, I feel good or I feel energized. And you just write that down. Step two is I start to write down everything that's in my brain that could be causing anxiety or that I feel anxious about, or that I'm ruminating about, or that I've been thinking about, or that's been on my mind, and it has to come out of my mind. It's almost like I I don't want whatever's up there to take rent up in my mind, so I wanna get it out and on paper. So I do try to determine why I feel the way that I do, and what I end up doing is just writing whatever comes to mind, it just comes right out, and I just keep on writing and writing and writing. Most often, doing this kind of brain dump gets the thoughts out of my head onto the paper, which releases them. And so they don't take up space in my mind. Sometimes I write about other people, sometimes I write about myself, sometimes I write about situations that I've been dealing with in my businesses or at work, whatever the case may be. May be. And it's also wonderful when you actually look back. Actually, I did that this morning when I was journaling. I actually looked back at three months ago when I was beginning a big transition in my life and I looked at what I was saying in my journal compared to what I've been saying now and I actually wrote down in my journal a congratulatory note to myself for taking small steps to get where I am today, not only with continuing to do these podcasts, YouTube videos, changing work, changing a lot of people in my life, whatever the, whatever it is, when you actually begin to see the progress you've made, you're giving yourself so much congratulation and celebration because we as yogis believe every breath is a celebration. And so to celebrate yourself, you can look back. So it's wonderful to use that as a reference. The third thing I do is I list out five things in my life that I want. These are constant things. These are not things that change. These are five constant things that I want in my life. I'm gonna give you some examples of things you might use for your five things, or maybe you again wanna take them and spin them off into something that would help you out. So you may say something like, I want to be a happy person. I wanna curb my anxiety. 
I want to be a source of love. I want to have financial freedom. I want to build a business. I want to help others. I want to have successful and meaningful relationships. So those are some examples and you can spawn those off into things that are more specific. And even if you start to have a successful business or financial freedom or a wonderful partner and relationship, you still continue to write those things because just because you've gotten something and achieved something doesn't mean that's the end. We believe as yogis that yoga is a practice, not a final. It's not, okay, we're done. It's a constant evolution. So as you're achieving things, which you will do, continue to write those things down as they evolve because it's a constant in your life. The fourth thing that I do, these are where the things that I write down could change. The fourth thing is one or two things that I want to do for myself today or that I want to accomplish. And I make damn sure that I accomplish them because it's almost like I'm making a promise to myself. And these are the things that change. So those things that I listed out to you in step three, the five things that you know, you're know you constant in your life, step four is kind of taking the daily approach, the tiny, small things that you could do on a day-to-day basis. This is based on something that's called the progress principle, which I've talked about in a previous episode, where when you're putting things down every single day and achieving them, you're making progress. We often think that we have to achieve these huge, gigantic things, and we get so overwhelmed with trying to get to the to the finish line that we forget about the small steps that get us there. So when you focus on those small steps day in and day out, you are actually making progress and that has been researched, studied and proven that it works. And so if you wanna research it, just Google the progress principle and you could read all about it. This could be something, these things could be something that you wanna accomplish for work or your business or something you want in your personal life. There's no rules to this, and there could only be one, there could be two, maybe you wanna do three, it doesn't really matter. You just don't wanna make a list that's so extensively long that it becomes a quote, to-do list. And often when we make these big long to-do lists and we don't accomplish everything on the to-do list, we beat ourselves up. That's why one or two things is usually really safe for us. So I really encourage you to think about one thing. And that one thing today might be cook cook a good dinner, or go tanning, or take a new music class, watch this documentary. I don't know, whatever will give you a sense of progress, give you a sense of accomplishment, one or two things that you can do for yourself. Finally, I end my journaling and my entire morning routine by writing out something that I'm grateful for. Now, if you were in the last episode, I spoke about doing some, maybe some gratitude in the morning before you even, after you've gotten up and you're looking at outside and you're maybe connecting with nature, you may start to list off some things in your mind or say them out loud that are gratitude related. But when you put them on paper in your journal every day, watch what happens. You may write down one thing. I find when I write one thing, my pen keeps going and I wind up writing two things I'm grateful for, then three, then four, then five. And when you end the morning routine with all of that gratitude, before you connect yourself, this is when you can then connect yourself to the world. You can turn on your phone or put on the TV or whatever you need to do because you've done all these steps and you've gotten your mind and your body in a place that are ready to handle those things. 
but you've ended your routine with gratitude, it makes so much of a difference in your life. So let me do one more recap of my morning routine and then you can take this and make it into your own. So the first step is preparing the night before, getting your kitchen ready with anything you're gonna need in the morning so you don't have to have that hassle, getting your bathroom ready the night before so when you're in there in the morning, you're on your way. You've got your stuff ready, you can do it without having to force thoughts and anxiety coming out. So preparing those two things and then also preparing your clothes for the next day if you're gonna work out or go to work and your final step of preparation is putting that phone somewhere where you cannot reach it in the morning. Now the morning comes and the alarm goes off. The first step is getting right out of bed. I also spoke about if you cannot stand up right away, just roll out of bed, get on your floor and start to crawl until you can actually stand up. That is a really good way to kind of feel all of that negative resistance that your body has to standing up if you have low energy. So get yourself up and start to move. Then you move into the bathroom, move into the kitchen, move to get your clothes. Guess what? They're all set up for you already. So you don't have to worry about what you're gonna make your coffee or what you're gonna have for breakfast or what you're gonna wear. It's all set up. So then as soon as that happens and you've gotten through your kitchen and your bathroom, immediately outside you go or looking out the window if it's cold or you can't walk right out. Maybe you live in an apartment or a big building and you, you can't get right outside. You immediately connect with nature while maybe having your coffee. Maybe you do get outside and go for that physical movement. That's next, starting a slow walk, doing something maybe on your yoga mat, taking five or 10 minutes, doing some planks, some crunches, something like that. And then the final step, the final step is journaling. Getting your journal out, starting to, to go over everything we just talked about in this episode, your assessment of your mood and your anxiety, writing down, brain dumping, getting everything off your mind onto the paper, listing out the things that you want in your life, listing out the things you wanna do today, small things, small things that can be accomplished, and then writing out your gratitude. Once that's all done, then you can connect to the world because you have to give your world the attention, your attention all day long you have to give the world your attention all day long. So give yourself that quiet time in the morning for yourself so that you can give yourself a positive setup mindset for your day. It's been a pleasure sharing with you this morning routine of mine. If you have any comments or things that you do, please connect with me on social media. The links are in the podcast and if you need some yoga classes to get yourself started in the morning with some movements, check out the YouTube channel, the Strength Yoga and Freedom YouTube channel, where I have some morning yoga practices that you can use for your morning routine as well. I can't wait to see you on the next episode and take care of yourself and your morning routine. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I truly hope that you found at least one takeaway that you can use to take that step towards more strength, happiness, joy, and freedom in your life. If you like this podcast, please visit the links in the description to consider subscribing to our newsletter where you'll get updates on new podcast episodes, trainings, and more content, and even yoga classes 
on our YouTube channel, where you can practice on your mat at home or wherever you are. You can also find and connect with me on Instagram. And if you're so inclined, there are also links to buy me a coffee or support the podcast through listener support. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you and appreciate you being here. And we'll talk with you soon. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional, like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.